Hello and welcome to Learning and Leadership in Asia. You are with me, your podcast host, Ian, and we'll be talking about hot-button topics as well as stories of learning and leadership through an Asian lens. Hello and welcome to Learning and Leadership in Asia, the Students Insight Series. You're with me, Ian, your podcast host, and today we have our last and final Monash University student, Alison, a fellow Hayes alumni, and she's going to talk to us about embracing the fellowship and how fellowship is a prerequisite to learning. She also speaks about courage and ethical leadership. She speaks out about how that allows for us to be transparent and stay true to what we believe in. Lastly, she speaks of servant leadership in Asia and how that prioritizes the greater good because servant leadership is really about serving the welfare of our peers and our people. And she also questions whether servant leadership is an actually, is actually an Asian or Western concept. And she ties it to a story by a social impact leader. So with that, let's have a listen to what Alison has to share with us. Hi, Ian. Thanks for having me on today's Learning and Leadership in Asia. For the viewers out there who don't know me, I am Alison. I'm from Malaysia and I'm currently a strategic marketing student here at Monash University. In today's episode, I will be sharing about my experience of breaking out of the one-size-fits-all Western leadership narrative as an emerging Asian leader myself and what I have learned with my exploration of leadership in Asia. So you're probably wondering, how did this all begin? Well, to start us off, I realized in university that within leadership literature specifically, there were very little studies on Eastern leadership theories and practices. So I, as an Asian woman, naturally felt quite underrepresented in research. Because I think being Asian is also realizing that each Asian country is very culturally different and that certain Western leadership approaches don't always fit into our management systems. Thus, I really wanted to break out of this and understand leadership in Asia more deeply. Firstly, I'd like to bring your attention to the emergence of followership in organizational culture in Asia. This is because Asian countries share a similar culture of hierarchy and respect for authority. See, at the beginning, I had this negative perception towards being a follower, as I felt that it did not have the same impact as being a leader. But if being a follower was so bad, why is it that so many organizations in Asia today are actually trying to push for more followership? It's because I realized that it isn't simply about following your leader blindly, but it is more about active participation and contribution towards a shared goal. For example, during my internship at Hayes, which was a recruitment agency based in Malaysia, I noticed that they were trying to instill this into the company culture even from day one. My reporting manager, she had really consistently valued my opinions on how to develop the HR initiatives in the corporate services team, even if it was negative feedback. And this kind of initially took me by surprise as at the beginning, when I first joined, I only saw myself at the bottom of the organization and not as a co-creator. But in that moment, I felt that I had this deeper sense of belonging and I believe it was what inspired me to be more committed to sharing their goals. Moreover, I learned that by embracing followership, I was not just able to efficiently collaborate with others, but also learn from experienced leaders. 
And that's when it hit me. How can you lead with experience if you don't master followership first? So embrace followership because a real leader doesn't just create followers, they create future leaders. Secondly, to be a successful Asian leader, it is also imperative that you are courageous and ethical in your leadership. If you're like me and particularly Asian, you're probably wondering, aren't we mostly suppressive of our emotions? And to answer that, yes, that is true. In fact, past studies have actually shown that because of our collectivism and wanting to show our very best, being expressive is not exactly at the frontier for most Asians. But I believe that as we progressively grow as a society, Asian leaders today are speaking out because their belief systems are a reflection of who they are. And by being expressive, it actually creates this more transparent work culture. So to give you an example of how I learned about this, it was actually through analyzing a video in my own Leadership in Asia class on Jean Liu. So she talked about how open she was on expressing her ethical beliefs and her frustrations with her direct subordinates. This kind of initially took me by surprise as I was always under the same impression that Asian leaders never really show their true feelings. However, that video made me realize that leaders are also human and that by choosing to courageously voice out, it fosters this speak up culture in the workplace where employees can freely express themselves and foster more transparency. Thirdly, I'd like to draw your focus on the concept of servant leadership in Asia. The servant leadership style is based on the idea that leaders prioritize serving the greater good. If you're like me and wondering, how can we ever implement this in Asia where the power distance is just too high? Well, if you think about it, aren't we collectivistic? Do we not share the same common culture of serving the welfare of our peers? See, I too thought that servant leadership was just another Western principle that could not work in countries in Asia, but boy was I wrong. In fact, past studies had actually shown that servant leadership adoption was actually higher in Asia than it was in Western countries. And this aha moment actually stemmed from an interview that I had conducted with a Malaysian social impact leader. For instance, our chosen leader, Mr. Daniel Theo from Native Discovery, mentioned how for him to drive change within his startup, it was actually true servicing the interests of his workers. So Daniel runs this travel-based enterprise that works directly with the indigenous people of Malaysia, and he co-creates co his ventures with them. So he ensures that they are given full autonomy in running the business alongside him. And co-creation with the community was to encourage his partners to have more ownership over their tasks and empower them to be leaders themselves. For example, if his partner ever said one day, hey, Daniel, I want to take on more responsibilities within Native. Can you help me with that? Daniel would actually actively search for solutions to make that happen. See. Because of servant leadership, Daniel could easily build trust among his partners and foster a sense of belonging. And following that interview, I really wanted to model after him and use servant leadership in my own management one day. I wanna to listen to the needs of my teammates, provide guidance wherever I can, and hopefully foster a work culture that supports their development. I know through servant leadership, it would empower them to reach their full potential and achieve organizational goals. 
So to close today's episode, I would like to leave you with this thought. Leadership in Asia is a dynamic and evolving concept shaped by the rich cultural heritage, values, and aspirations of the region. As emerging Asian leaders ourselves, it is crucial for us to challenge the traditional notions of what leadership is and embrace the unique opportunities and challenges that come with leading in Asia. By recognizing the importance of followership, fostering a speak-up culture, embracing servant leadership, embracing cultural diversity, and prioritizing continuous learning and development, I believe that we can pave the way for a new generation of ethical and effective Asian leaders. Together, let us redefine leadership in Asia and create a future where our collective potential is fully realized. Thank you for tuning in and joining me on this journey of exploring leadership in Asia. And I encourage you to take these insights and strategies into your own leadership endeavors. And until next time, keep leading with integrity, purpose, and a shared vision of a better tomorrow.